Thank you for tuning in to the Restaurant Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, TK. Today, you've reached the podcast for restaurant professionals, both new and tenured. Here, we learn about the ins and outs of creating high-performing teams, building on your career, and operating highly profitable restaurants. Today's episode is about terminating employees. When should you do it? What are some things you should do beforehand? Stay tuned. Terminating employees is never easy. It's one of the hardest things you're going to have to do as a leader and definitely falls in the category of hard conversations. You're about to upheave somebody's livelihood. You are about to ruin their week. Now, before we go into the actual termination, we need to talk about what an evolved leader would do. An evolved leader would recognize their people in three different categories. Category A, which are your all-stars. Category B, which are your mediocre folks. And category C, which are the underperformers and people who don't click with the rest of your team. Now, an evolved leader, once they have this list, they'll look at employee list C, and those are more than likely going to be the people that you have to terminate based on performance issues. Now, it is your responsibility as a leader to give them ample enough time and chance to correct the actions that will get them fired. You need to have a conversation with them. You need to give them a timeline. Now, it's not going to happen overnight, okay? Especially if this person is tenured in restaurants, been there for years, you need to give them at least a week to two weeks to correct their actions. Now, this is documented. You need to have it written down. This does not need to be verbal because at this point, you are on the brink of firing somebody and you really don't want to do that. So you're giving them a chance to redeem themselves. However, not everybody is a good person and not everybody will take that chance. So it's important to have this documented. So when it comes time to terminating, you have evidence that they have not corrected their performance after you have discussed with them and given them a chance to correct it. And this is important because once that time comes once the deadline is up and they still haven't corrected their actions and you have to fire them, chances are they may try to go get unemployment. Now, unemployment is a good governmental benefit that benefits people who are laid off from their jobs, who have no control over you know, the circumstances that have come to them. Now, somebody that is being terminated for a performance issue has total control over whether or not they get to keep their job or not because you give them a chance. Don't give them more than one chance because then it just becomes this merry-go-round and this, you know, we're not playing games. This is your one chance, your one opportunity to fix this performance issue. If not, you will be let go from the company. And if they fix it, great. Get them on a different project. Get them on a different plan and continue to keep your eye on it because, Chances are it may happen again. And if not, great. Some people just need to be told that they're not performing up to standard and this is how we can correct it. So don't come to the person with a problem without a solution. Now, whenever you have to terminate for things such as sexual harassment or theft, right, those items are pretty straightforward. You don't get a second chance. This is it. 
and, and, and those are the termination talks that really just ignite, you know, this fire inside of you because this person had total control over their, their actions. And if they stole from you or if they're harassing another employee, those are actions made by their decisions. They chose to do those. Now, you shouldn't be working a job and stealing money out of the till without expecting to get fired, right? <laughs> it's just common sense. But nowadays, we have people who do that. And I think that's been common since the beginning of time, right? And it's never, it's never going away. But what's important is knowing that it's not your fault if they decide to do something that gets them fired. It is not your fault as a leader. It is your fault as a leader if you have not given them environment where they can grow and where it's expected to follow standards that's on you right <laughs> if everybody around you is wrong you're the wrong one as a leader it's your responsibility to cultivate an environment that completely negates all of those bad habits so getting back on track when you have an underperforming employee it's important to give them the chance to correct their actions via written down developmental plan or also redirections. It's, you know, some people call them write-ups, whatever. Um, word it however you want, but you need to have something on paper that clearly explains the action that they have done, what they need to do to correct it, what your expectations are, and a deadline. Now, let's say that this employee has not met performance expectations. They have completely went against the redirection or write-up and have done this action again, right? Maybe they cussed out a, another employee or whatever. Now it comes to the actual termination. When is a good time to do it? I've got a little tip here for you. It's never a good time to fire somebody, regardless if they deserved it or not. It is never a fun time. Here's how I recommend doing terminations, okay? You've probably made this decision after they've left for the day. If not, do it at the end of their shift. If it's severe enough, it needs to be on the spot. But you need to pull them into the office and you need to have another person with you. And before you do this, you need to make sure you have all of the evidence that you need. You need to make sure you have the write-up form or the redirection form from the first talk. You need to have the separation form flipped over. Okay, don't leave it on your desk face up so they can see it. They need, you need to keep that, that, that part of you and reveal it whenever you need to. So this person's come in. Let's say their name is um, Tina. Hey, Tina, come in. I need to talk to you real quick. Um, yeah, don't bother clocking in. Let's, let's go talk. So you go into the office. You have a witness, preferably another manager. Actually, you need it to be another manager because if it's another crew member, they will start gossiping, and it's a whole drama thing. You don't want to dig that up. Have another leader with, in there with you as a witness, and it's going to be a very simple, short, one-sided conversation. Hey, Tina, we talked two weeks ago um, about you cursing out other employees, and you just did it yesterday again. So, unfortunately, we are going to have to terminate your position. Um, here's the termination form. Flip that bad boy over. I need you to sign right here, and I need you to turn in your keys and your uniform, or whatever you guys, you know, whatever your policy is. Um, I don't suggest taking back uniforms it's gross you're not going to reuse them and they're just going to throw them away anyway so just skip that step make sure that you get any keys or any pertinent information from them if they have any cell phones that the work pays for or anything like that 
make sure you get all of that as well and make sure that it's very clear on when their last paycheck will be and how they will get it. After that point, once they're terminated, escort them out of the building. Don't let them walk out of the office alone. It's only happened to me once in the 15 years, but I had one person flip over a chip rack because he got mad that he got fired for missing work again. Once the termination is done, you make sure you file that paperwork. You get them out of Aloha or Micros or whatever system you guys use. Get them out of your database. Mark them as terminated or separated. If you have an HR department, make sure they have all the pertinent documents. Send any write-ups. Any other documentation you have on this person, send it to HR. Now it's out of your hands. As long as you crossed your T's and dotted your I's. You need to make sure that when you let that person go, that they have no grounds of filing unemployment on you because if that happens, you pay for it. Now, if you're a general manager, right, you're the company pays for it. But still, that's the reason the HR department is there is to help negate some of those, which leads me into another good point is if you do, if you are blessed with an HR department in your company, use them, call them. Sometimes they're not going to be your best friend but they have all the answers that you need. And if you are really unsure about how to go about a certain employee situation, they're, they're great because their job is to protect the company. It's not to protect the employee, which many people believe. HR departments are put in place to protect company assets and company interests. And they will do everything in their power to help you make that possible. Now, I want to bring everybody back to 2020, and it's been spoken about a lot. I'm not going to talk too much on it, but when, when COVID did hit and, you know, many of us had to lay off all of our workers, I was in a very blessed state. I worked for a company at that time who we actually increased sales during, during COVID. I didn't have to endure that, but hearing some of my brothers and sisters in the restaurant industry crying because they had to let go of their entire team. Some people who have been with them for years and years and years. Now in that instance, it just sucks. Okay. When you have to lay off your team, it just is not an okay time all around. And unfortunately I have not been through that experience. So I don't have much advice for you on that, but I do have a lot of experience in terminating people. And I want you guys to walk away with one important thing here when it comes to termination, and that's documentation. If it's not written down, it didn't happen. Document every conversation. Document times, dates, specific people, specific actions, and any deadlines you set. Documentation is your key. And unfortunately, there's no amount of prep that, that you can take, and there's no amount of experience that you can have whenever you start to feel good about firing somebody. If you start to feel good about firing somebody, you don't need to be in the restaurant industry. This is an industry that is, is so tough to stay in. It's so tough to build high-performing teams that if you're firing left and right and not giving people chances to correct actions, you are part of the problem. Give people a chance, one chance, to correct their actions. Give them a very well-thought-out plan because you're the leader, don't hand them a piece of paper and expect them to do their own plan. 
You need to do it for them. You are their leader. You need to tell them what to do. And some people just can't be saved, unfortunately. So if people don't follow through, you need to follow through with what you said was going to be done. Never terminate over text or email. Big no-no. You terminate over text or email, that's going to get the perception that they really weren't important enough and you are not leader enough and you are too scared to tell it to their face. Don't be scared. Be prepared. If you have to take a quick five minutes before the termination starts, I understand. Do it. Breathe. But remember to keep it quick, to the point, have evidence, button, button up all of your documents, cross your T's, dot your I's. Anyways, that's all I got for y'all today. I hope everyone has a beautiful, beautiful week. And as always, if you need to reach out to me, you can absolutely at tylerk at gmail.com. That's T-H-A-I-L-U-R-K at gmail.com. Thanks, y'all.